You guys, it's been a while. <laughs> Did you miss me? I missed you. It's been a crazy couple weeks. I pressed pause on recording the podcast because life happened. I moved my mom out of her childhood, the, the home I've been in for many, many years that I grew up in, and she sold the house and they just moved to the Bay Area. And she's living with us, which is awesome. But it was a crazy few weeks, as you can imagine. The part of our life where our parents start to shift where they live and they move closer or they move in or they do whatever. It's a trippy life segment. And I've been in it, Jesus. I have been in it. But now the dust is settled. And I was like, you know what? It's time to wrap up season one of this podcast. It's time to bring to closure this first push and go back, make some stuff and come back for season two. So that's what this is, you guys. And I want to say this. I want to say that when I launched this podcast, it was my message in a bottle. You know, I just, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just had this instinct to put this little message into a little bottle and throw it out in the ocean in case it helped anybody. It was just an offering. And it kind of felt like a piece of art, you know, at least to me it did. And I really didn't know what would happen or whether it would help anybody. But since I've launched, it feels like every single day I get a message from somebody saying, thank you. I got the job or I was less scared or I'd never thought about it that way before. And it has been an amazing feeling to know that somebody out there found my message, found my bottle and said, thank you. So thank you, you guys for that. And I have to tell you, it's, it's been an incredibly humbling experience. And I know that you know, douchebags say like, oh my God, I'm so humbled by this award or by this whatever. But I really am humbled. And now I understand what that means. And I think what it means is it is literally the privilege of a lifetime to be of help to somebody, to somebody's. Because I know I'm nothing special. I am small. I am average. But I know that when we put ourselves in the way of service, we become powerful beyond measure. I really feel that. And, and when I feel that power that I can have because I'm doing something to help, it's like it makes me feel even smaller, but in a good way. I don't know how to explain it, but that's what I mean when I say I'm humbled. I feel privileged to be in this position, and I thank you. And my message for you today is this. What's your message? What's your bottle? I think all of us have an instinct inside of us to make something, to offer something to the world. And it's not usually grand. It usually starts off as something kind of teeny tiny, but it's that instinct inside of us. The sad thing is, is our first response when the stirrings of instinct or intuition kind of say, hey, you should make something. You should put something out there. Our first instincts are often just to kill it and to mock the idea or mock ourselves for even having the audacity to think we are allowed 
or good enough or cool enough or smart enough or accomplished enough to put the idea out there. We just, we reduce that creative instinct to vanity or something to be sort of vaguely ashamed of. And I think it's a mistake. I think that human beings as a species, we're kind of messy, we're pretty crummy to each other a lot, but we're also capable of magic. We're capable of shocking feats of imagination and kindness and compassion. And I really believe this. I think that hope for us lies in our willingness to act on the creative impulse, to put something on paper, stick it in a bottle and throw it out into the ocean. I really do. I think that act is what's going to save us. I really do. I believe that. And you know, listen, my message in a bottle, this podcast is based on my 10,000 hours of experience as a coach. And even I felt scared and intimidated by the idea of like sitting down in front of a microphone and just talking to nobody. So I I know that when you get an instinct to do something that you don't have 10,000 hours to, you know, backing you up, it's pretty daunting. But, you know, I've been reading that Stephen Pressfield book called Turning Pro. He's the guy that wrote The War of Art, which is, if you have not read that book, you guys read it. It's amazing or listen to it. But Stephen Pressfield is kind of a legend. I mean, he's written, he wrote Gates of Fire. He wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance. He's written a ton of stuff. But here's the thing about Stephen Pressfield. The guy slaved away for like 10 years writing hot garbage that didn't go anywhere, writing screenplays that nobody wanted to buy, writing novels that never went anywhere. But you know what? He didn't give up. He kept throwing those bottles into the ocean because on some level, it ain't easy and it's super humiliating a lot of times, but it feels good. It feels like purpose. It feels like momentum. It feels like the stirrings of the soul. And so finally, once he had amassed a certain amount of skill and talent, finally he started selling stuff. Finally, he had that commercial success. But his story reminds me that we have to be willing to start somewhere. We have to be willing to make a little bit of hot garbage initially. We have to be willing to stink. But the payoff is that it feels good. The payoff is that when you spend a little bit of time every day writing down your message and putting it in that bottle, it creates this feeling of purposefulness. It's like a self-esteem loop that just gets stronger and stronger. In fact, I really believe a lot of our addictions, a lot of our, and I don't mean to like drugs and alcohol necessarily, I mean to like social media or unhealthy relationships or whatever it is. I think a lot of our addictions have their root in anesthetizing ourselves because of the pain of ignoring the call, of ignoring the instinct, the creative instinct, the impulse to offer something to the world. I think when you ignore that impulse over and over again, you have to anesthetize the pain, you know? And I think that's where a lot of our addictions come from. 
And I think back on when I started doing this and I got this, you know, people kept saying, you should do a podcast, you should do a podcast. And I was like, oh my God, how do you even do that? What does that mean? How the hell does that even work? And as soon as I decided to sort of step out on faith and make it happen, I stumbled on this company called Resonate Recordings and they do everything for you. They like produce and they edit and they whatever. And I thought, well, this is good news because I'm not a details person and making a podcast sounds like it would require quite a lot of technical details. So I tell you that because I feel like the universe rises up to meet you when you start to take a step in the direction of your creative instincts. I feel like the universe sends you helpers the minute you take the first step. Because I know this to be true. If nothing else in this life, I know this to be true. We think we're the only one with oars in the water. We are not the only oars. There is always sort of this larger force behind us that wants us to win. And as I've stepped out in faith in my career and I've put messages in bottles, I'm always overwhelmed by the realization just when you think you're alone in something, you're never, ever alone. And so I want to ask you, what do you want to make? What's your message? What's your bottle? Do you want to go get watercolors and work on a leaf, getting the exact color of a leaf right on paper? Do you want to work on, on poetry? Do you want to start making haiku every morning just to get it out of your system? Do you want to write a song? What do you want to do? Even if it's just a little bit every day, even if it's just setting your alarm 15 minutes early and working for 10 minutes on whatever that impulse is. What is it? What do you want to do? What do you want to make? And when you ask yourself that question, be a soft landing for the answer, right? Don't judge it. Don't ask yourself like, who are you to attempt that? Don't harsh yourself. Don't like dismiss the idea as preposterous or arrogant. Be a soft landing for yourself. Take your first step. Write down your message. Shove it in that bottle and throw it out into that water with everything you've got. And just be ready because eventually someone's going to send a message back saying thank you. And that moment is worth all of the hours and all of the time and all of the hot garbage that you cranked out. Believe me. And I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening to this. I want to thank you for your stories you've given to me. And I want to make a request. If you have things you want me to talk about, drop me a note. Go to my website, bronwyncommunications.com. Message me on Instagram. Send me a homing pigeon. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. And I'm going to take the next few weeks to record some really interesting conversations. There's some peeps I'm gathering that I just can't wait to tell you about. And there's some episodes already banked. And I'm going to take a few weeks off just to work on some other creative projects. But I will be back in time for the holidays, I promise. And I can't thank you enough. Shine on, you crazy diamonds. I have massive love for you. <laughs>